0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of The Hollywood Podcast, covering the latest in film, TV, streaming, and social media. I'm your host, Max Geshwind. Stay tuned for today's episode. All right, so I'm so happy to chat with you, um, Jules. You're the executive director of Descanso Gardens, and tonight in fact, is the kickoff to Carve, which is this now traditional annual Halloween event um, here in Los Angeles. Um, It features new displays and experiences this year that um, we'll have not seen before. So it's very exciting. Um, First off, though, I do have to say fight on as a fellow Trojan. Okay. I did my research.
1: Um, Okay. (laughs) Very good. (laughs) Can we talk?
0: I want to talk a little bit about Carve this year, since it you we do, as I mentioned, have new um, facets to this experience that we don't, we haven't had before. Um, can you mm-hmm. talk a little bit about what we have to expect this year from CARV?
1: Yes. Well, I think the experience is a little more immersive. And the first time we presented CARV, which was in 2019, it was all about the jack-o'-lantern and the pumpkin, which it's still a big part of the show, um, you know, people expect that at this time of the year. We have a pumpkin house and we had that in the past. And we have a really talented team here at Desconso Gardens and they built this sea monster, which is probably going to be a tradition forevermore. Uh, Kids love just watching us build it. But in addition to that, and layered on top of that experience, which is what what folks would have experienced in 2019, um, we've added some additional layers. And so, there's, first of all there's music throughout the experience and um, previously we did not have music um, you'll walk into the o- oak forest and there's these interactive platforms that you will step on and it will make haunted noises there'll be a big moon in the background um, and i love telling people that a couple months ago i'm like we bought the moon and we found it on sale yeah. <laughs> so we have this uh, moon that you'll see and then we have these um, creatures that have been built by a local artist, Dave Lovejoy. Um, and we also have worked with Self-Help Graphics, and we're doing a Day of the Dead installation. That was the final installation. It just got installed yesterday, and that's very, very colorful and celebrates the Day of the Dead, which is November 1st and 2nd, and we will be keeping up that exhibit through the 2nd, since that's what the holiday is. Got so, it. Very different, very different. Oh, we'll have some projections too. We'll be projecting some marigolds <laughs> around the, the, the day of the dead. And, and I think it's more in line with what we had done previously with Enchanted Forest of Light, which is our holiday theme. I don't know if you've been to that exhibit.
0: Enchanted, But uh,
1: you know, it's a tour through the garden and sliding up of trees. I think it's gonna feel a little bit more like what we have produced with Enchanted Forest of Light.
0: Got it. So that nighttime sort of lit Mm -hmm. up experience with all the pumpkins, you know, Mm -hmm. sort of lit up. That's amazing. And I love that it is more immersive, which I feel like is so, you know, it's like the thing nowadays, people love immersive and it's sort of a buzzword lately. So that's great that Descansa is taking part in that sort of trend.
1: Yes. And it's, um, I would say it's not scary. So it's for anybody who likes Halloween, definitely has Mm -hmm. a Halloween bent, but there's nothing that jumps out at you. There's nothing scary. We don't, we don't, we're not in the business of trying to scare people. We, we actually, our mission is related to trying to bring people close to nature. And so this is just a different way of doing that in this, in this uh, production that we have, but we definitely don't, are not attempting to scare anybody away.
0: Mm-hmm. Now I want to touch a little bit on you know the pandemic and how that took an effect on the gardens much like it did on every you know facet of our lives. Um was there any particular challenges that were posed in recreating this traditional Halloween experience this year that you've typically had at the gardens? How, I guess, how, because things change day by day lately over the last year and a half, Mm -hmm. when did you know that you were able to, you know, bring it back carved?
1: We didn't actually make the decision until July. Oh, wow. We were really, because, you know, things kept changing with the pandemic and Um, we weren't really sure which way it was going. But in July, we had to make the decision of ordering pumpkins. <laughs> <laughs> but we did wait till the last possible yeah. moment because we were really trying to assess would we be able to pull something like this off. And I, and we've made some changes as a result of the pandemic for us. I mean, we're an 80 acre garden. So once you're in the space, you can spread out and you're outside. So um you know, we were able to be uh, pretty open most of the time during the pandemic. We closed briefly for two months. At the end of the day, it's all about line management at the front because you want to get people in quickly, safely, swiftly, because that's the only place where people are sort of gathered. We want to get them into the experience relatively quickly. So we changed the way we bring people into the garden. Um, so it's very efficient, maybe not the most beautiful looking uh line you'll ever see but it's all about getting you in
0: (laughs) and it's worth noting too that even though we were in the midst really of the pandemic last halloween october 2020 you still managed to pull off a really amazing alternative to carved it still had the pumpkins and the and the house and everything so that was great to see
1: we we did and halloween last year i want to say was on a saturday so we had a members only event and we Uh had kids in costumes trick-or-treating because Trick or treating wasn't really allowed door to door, but we had we had set up this thing where, as you were exiting, like a bag could be picked up off of a table, and we tried to be um, there for our members because it, it's been yeah. a tough two years, really. Yeah, but we're pretty excited <laughs> about yes. carves coming back to its sort of to this form.
0: Absolutely, I had a couple more questions for you. Um, so sure. uh, there's obviously so many great things to do in LA during Halloween time that are very mainstream. Also like at Griffith park, we have the haunted hayride. You obviously Mm -hmm. have, you know, horror nights at universal, which is a whole other thing, but you know, tons of tons of pumpkin patch, more so outside of the city. Um, But what I love about carved at Descanso gardens is the ability to use an event like this marketed as a Halloween activity here in LA, but it inadvertently, I feel like pulls in both visitors to Los Angeles as well as, Angelinas themselves, who might otherwise have never visited the gardens, to experience the gardens and take an appreciation for its natural beauty and its historical significance right here in our own backyard. Um, so have you felt over the last few years since you've been executive director that an event like Carved has really helped in increasing the awareness of the gardens?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, we started um, Enchanted a number of years ago, and our our membership increases as a result of these events because a lot of times people will come and then become a member. It was one of the thoughts behind doing events, trying to drive more of Los Angeles um, to uh, Descanso Gardens and La Cunata. And you know, we're nestled in, in a suburb, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, when I first got here, um, one of the things people would say is, oh, it's like this hidden gem. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, that's not a marketing. <laughs> <laughs> approach we don't want to be hidden we want to be seen yeah. and one of the ways you can do that is by doing events but we the events that we do we want to make sure they're authentic to who we are we don't want to produce something that doesn't make sense for the gardens or is off brand or off mission um, but it definitely is a way to grab more of Los Angeles and and I'm hoping that with this um, carved event which is a much longer it's a, it's over 20 nights the last time we did this it was only five nights and we sold out almost in a couple of days. Um, and so that's why we decided this year to make it much longer. Um, because I think a lot of Los Angeles is looking for something at nighttime that is not scary. Cause as you were mentioning, daytime pumpkin patches, that is definitely not scary, but, um, but, uh, some of the other things that are available at night, like I would be terrified. I don't think I could do the universal thing, although my family oh, yeah. loves yeah. it. It's not for me. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs>
0: No, yeah. Having a nighttime, I think that's key. A nighttime family-friendly Halloween event is something that's far and few between. So that's what makes Descanso so unique and definitely sticks out in that regard. Um, I know we talked about, you know, how CARVE does increase the engagement of the gardens for Angelinos and visitors alike. Um, But specifically to this year's CARVE, are we expecting sort of near pre-pandemic attendance levels to this year's gardens or perhaps even exceeding it since people got so got so much cabin fever over the last year so
1: you know I would say that um, pre-Dodgers winning (laughs) that we were going to exceed it (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) but I think it all depends on the game schedule because I think a lot of people are going to be wanting to watch those games we will definitely meet attendance uh pre-pandemic and we might exceed it What I can tell you is on September 1st, when our tickets went on sale, we had our largest sales day in the history of Desconso Gardens. And I think that that is related to people are ready to get out and have some fun. People are very excited to be doing something like this, right? Something that feels like something they would have done pre-pandemic. So um, people are excited.
0: Yeah, and for my last question, you you know, as we look beyond carved for the gardens, what do we have to look forward to next? Um, I know that obviously Enchanted's coming up. Can you um, highlight Mm -hmm. what that experience will look like and anything new related to Enchanted as well as any other new programs? Yeah,
1: so Enchanted is coming back. Um, That will be opening on Sunday, November 21st. Um, And a lot of it is gonna feel very similar. We've made some minor tweaks. But that has been around longer than Carved and it's a little bit of a beloved um, tradition. And so one of our thoughts when we were thinking about what we we're, what were gonna change, we actually wanted to let 2021 be the year that people um, see what they were expecting. theres uh, There'll be a couple of changes um, we have an artist. His name is Tom Fruin, and he did a glass house for us in 2019. He's doing a village of them, so we're oh, we're, wow. we're we're doing a lot more of what people love. They saw that one house; it was one of the most photographed things in our show. So he's doing a series of seven houses. So it's it's larger scale, but I do think that because Enchanted became a tradition for so many people, we decided let's not let's not change it too much in
0: 2021.
1: Let's, let's have people go, oh, I remember how much I love this (laughs) and (laughs) we miss this and we're back.
0: Yeah. Um, so
1: that's, that's the next large scale, um, event that is coming back to Descanso. And right now we're working on programming for the beginning of January, 2022. And, And we don't have all the programming worked out, but we are really focused on this concept of wellness and health. And I think one of the things that, um, worked well for desconto during the pandemic is pre-pandemic i spent a lot of time trying to convince people that spending time in nature just come out for 30 minutes a day and spend 30 minutes was good for your health and um i don't have to explain that anymore (laughs) like i think the world understands how important health is and so we're thinking about our programming as it relates to um health in the garden and maybe inviting people to come in and do a meditative tour and putting together some meditations during the day. I think the new year is a good time to be thinking about that. A lot of people think about their health and wellness, January one, you know? Oh yeah.
0: (laughs) That's when all the gym memberships sell out and everything. Yes.
1: And we're still working on that. And really the rhythm of our programming is a little off in that we normally would program about a year out um, but because of the pandemic, we were looking for science as to whether or not we could program and we're still working on enchanted. So we're I would say a little bit behind yeah. with programming for the beginning of the year. But wellness, health and wellness will be the theme. And Max, I hope you get out and you spend time in nature every day. Do you? Yes, okay. yes,
0: yes. I mean, I mean, I'm in I I'm not too close to La Kenyatta Flint Ridge. I live in West Hollywood, but we have two great public parks here in the city, so. Okay,
1: terrific, terrific.
0: But I think that's so amazing that health and wellness is gonna be the sort of theme to January. I think for two reasons, just as we're coming out of the pandemic, that's obviously so timely, but coupled with that, the fact that it is January, and I think you do have that heightened demand around those areas of health Mm -hmm. and wellness for individuals. I think it'll make it all the more um, successful for sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We have a very talented team here. So I'm very excited to see what we bring forward, but we're we're working on it, but it will be, it'll be great. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But obviously um, what we have to look forward to soonest is um, Enchanted coming this Mm -hmm. holiday season, um, which is this iconic annual holiday experience in LA, which we're going to have back this year. We're so excited about, but more importantly, Carved, starting this evening, going until the end of the month on October 31st. And you can buy your tickets at descansogardens.org. Jules, thanks so much for chatting with me today. I appreciate it.
1: You bet, Max. It was my pleasure. And I hope to see you over here. Yes.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Thanks so much, Jules. Have a great rest of your day.
1: Yes, you too.
0: Thanks so much for tuning in. Please take a moment to subscribe to The Hollywood Podcast for free on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. Until next time, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Max Geshwind. Thanks for listening.